you noticed the new chapeau? It's not on my loot table, so don't try anything. <laughs> Arise, my core. Did you get that chapeau? Okay. I know the part John thinks I'm not going to like. Can I say it now? I think we know he saw your face, but yeah, go ahead and guess. It's that <laughs> thing. That sucks. Why did she say it like that? I don't like it. That's exactly why I put it in. I was like, oh my <laughs> word. I hate it. It's now, even... just to give you some context, there was a version of the intro that was not... You remember how we did Butcher, and it was just the Butcher running the whole time? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I made a version of this where it was just her laughing the whole time. Oh, can you please send that to me? Can you put oh, it... I got rid of it. It's no! not, I removed this. It's not there. I didn't. I decided not to commit. White Mane has surprisingly... Um, I, I actually... <laughs> <laughs> I think she's actually got really good VO, generally speaking. Like, the stuff I've heard so far is fine. But that laugh thing there and all the laughs, they're they're terrible. And I know no, that's the aim. perfect. No, no. See, this is why you play a male blood elf. This Or female, excuse me. <laughs> this is why you play blood elves in general, because you can't get enough of terrible laughs. It's really good bad laugh. Oh, uh, I think you you like bad laughs. That's what's going on. It could be. Yeah. I is... just feel like that's the character perfectly. It... it makes you feel exactly what you're supposed to feel. All right. Let me ask you this. Do you think this laugh, if I can find it. Are you going to play my laugh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. not what I was looking for. Uh, hold on. The bad laugh. Confirmed. Uh, here it is. Good laugh. Okay. How about this one? ha. <laughs> How do you like that one? It's a good laugh. Is that Dunaway? No, it's from that old ten. ten <laughs> that was my guess too. <laughs> it's that old ten shoe game. Uh, the it's got some really horrible stuff in it. Is it really? That sounds a lot like Dunaway. All right, how about this one? <laughs> That's Data. That's Data laughing. That hmm. one's a little on the. Sometimes when Data got real shrieky, it got rough. Okay, no, it's good. We're hitting your upper limit. Let's try this one. <laughs> Uh, sorry, that was That's, Skeletor and his friend. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the hi hat in the and There's like a tss, 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 yeah. In the back. Okay, here's one. Here's one from corporate technical corporate Silicon Valley America. Okay, so here you go. Um, yeah. How you like that? That one's a little like a car starting, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's Melissa Meyer, former CEO, or maybe she's still there of Yahoo. I don't actually know if she's still there or not. My left ear went weird. Hold on a second. Fix, 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 fix. Okay. What the H mixer? There we go. It's fixed. All right. Well, anyway, none of that matters. What matters now? That's a good laugh. <laughs> I got a lot of laughs, turns out. I have Why tons is of there a wet drop <laughs> What? What'd you say? There's like a wet drop after that laugh that you played. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. Here's my oh. daughter laughing hard. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's a good laugh. That's a good laugh. We were tickling her real bad and then recorded it. Here she is again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too good. Hopefully she'll feel that way when she's giving birth. All right. Hey, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> she, 
Oh, for the record, say, hey, congratulations. You know, you know what she wants. <laughs> My, my daughter's getting uh, as having a baby in February. Bing! There you go. That's that's true. That's all true. But I hope she's not. I mean, I doubt she'll be making that sound. I'm going to shut up now. I'm not going to talk yeah. anymore about this. Oh, here's me laughing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, man. Yeah, it's he not good. It sounded like Mr. Magoo at first. I was like, that's not Scott laughing. It's not good. It's not that's good. M- Magoo before he goes, by George. Here's a good uh, one. That's, that's better than White Mane. All right, enough of these laughs. We've done it. We started a show without even telling you who we are. Welcome to CORE, everybody. It's August 1st, and it's episode 139. I'm Scott Johnson, Bo Shorts, and John Jagger. And we're back at it uh, doing a show. And no, I'm not just going to launch the show right into what's wrong with Stukov now, okay? Hold on to your butts. We'll talk about that later. Uh, freaking uh, Alexi Von Handanus has had some changes. And we're going to have to live with those changes, and it's fine. At least those changes will be coated in a fine uh, sheen of great skin. Because he's got an awesome skin coming up, and that's great uh, for me and you, even though uh, he got his hand anus got nerfed. We'll talk about all that in a minute. But I wanted to start with something kind of uh, maybe a little odd, still connected to heroes, though. All right. I don't know why I did this. I don't have a good explanation. Uh, at least when I was having my fever and I, I boosted a level 108 and a half to, to a 110, I was kind of out of my mind when I did it. $60 value. Well done, Scott. Good job. Did that to my mage. Um, but, you know, oh, yeah. th- <laughs> things are ramping up that. for Warcraft. We're getting excited about a new expansion, playing this uh, pre-patch content and all that. We're not going to talk about burning trees today, everybody. So if you came here expecting that, just calm down. Uh, here's what happened. I got this this thing going now where I'm like, all right, I'm doing the content with my boosted and with my hunter, and that's great. And then when that's done, you're kind of like waiting, okay, because there's not a lot to do uh, unless you want to go grind out old stuff or whatever. So you're like, well, what else should I do? And I got this wild hair up my butt, as I like to say, to make a level one, level one, non-boosted uh warrior for no good reason other than just i've never played a warrior ever and uh, i was in this mood to kind of see old stuff um old vanilla slash cataclysm changed sort of original content kind of business and uh so i did and he's level 21 now (laughs) so so clearly i was into it and I've, i've been enjoying it but here's where it connects to heroes um and I actually really recommend this, by the way. If you're a longtime player and you're like, man, I've I've rang, I've rung all I can ring out of out of World of Warcraft right now. I'm not sure that that's true. Here's here's why I like this. You put your headphones on, you make sure the music's on and up. Uh you start a character, Alliance or Horde, don't care. Doesn't matter who, what race, whatever. Just start it where you where you feel the most nostalgia for it. And then just start working on stuff and build from like one ability and it's it's sublime. It's great. It's a great, good, fun thing still to do. Like, it's still a cathartic experience, and I really, really am enjoying myself. Now, here's how it's connected to Heroes. I forgot that I was going to see a bunch of, like, Heroes characters early on, especially at level, like, 12. I got to do a whole bunch of shit for Gazlo in this game. Did you guys remember doing any of those those quests for Gazlo in... in ratchet or whatever the hell it was i did well i okay i didn't except i did the exact same thing you did and i had been 
running around on a fairly low level character wound up in ratchet and was like oh gaslow just right there wanting me to go deal with pirates and treasure and stuff like that that's great yeah why don't you take your robot and do it yourself yeah it seems like you could go camp out with some <laughs> with some turrets and make their life hard but nope here you are sitting in this little dome dealing out uh quests but it's interesting because talking to him I don't think this was, I don't know when this changed or if it was Heroes first or what, but he's now, he's got the voice he has in Heroes, Heroes, so the same voice actor. Uh, he's very conversational and you get to chat with him. And that was a really fun thing. I'll use him as the example. There have been others, but it's, it's you know, they're more common characters you, you've all heard of before. But uh, Gazlo being kind of a small player in World of Warcraft to run into this character who I would now see all the time in Heroes of the Storm in his mech suit making my life hard was so, was cool for some reason. I felt like I was discovering something. That's super dumb because he's just always sitting there in Ratchet. You can go see him right now if you want to with your high-level characters. Fly down there and there he is. But there was something about being an up-and-coming, upright posture orc, by the way. I'm not Aren't all hunched cool? over. They're really cool. Their stance is awesome. They're just like, look at me. I went to a chiropractor. Right? Uh, and mine's got these great gray uh, braids down the front and a big old thing. And and uh, I've been playing. I've been kind of bouncing around between all the specs as I go to kind of see what stuff drops each time something drops. And just having a blast, like totally surprising myself with how much fun I'm having. And then to run into him and just go, oh, yeah, he's connected to my one of my other favorite games of all time. And it's just a really good time. So I guess what I'm saying in general is, Man, it's great to be a Blizzard fan sometimes. And sometimes you gotta you gotta shock yourself back and to be reminded why at a very fundamental level uh we are into what they're dealing, you know? And uh it's just great. So that's all I wanted to say at the top of the show. Can can I ask you a bit of a selfish question Do to it. somebody who saw you posting on social media? Yeah. Did you end up doing Fury? I ended up doing okay, so they start you with arms. This yeah. arm spec, and I understand why it's a pretty simple spec, and it's to kind of you know early level, like early level. You only have a few abilities. I think arms is actually the better choice. Very very early, of course you can't even switch at the beginning. So for a while there, you can't. I think what level five or something you can switch specs. Um, so that's fine for a little starter thing, but it also felt all right. It seemed like a fun rotation. You know, you felt cool doing it. All that stuff got beefed up in the last expansion, so the animations are better and the sounds are better and all that. So he seemed cool. Uh, but I went to the internet and just said, all right, look, the 2 DPS specs are Arms and uh, Fury. And then, of course, there's uh, Prot Warriors, which I assume nobody would want me to be because, you know, you play that and that's what people, that's what idiots play. That's not true. That's oh, what if you it's what tanks play. It's what tanks play exactly. So if I wanted so don't, a tank, don't, don't PVE world content on the tank. On the tank. That's what I thought. Uh, that's what I went in there thinking. Um, turns out it's the opposite. Ninety percent of the feedback I got was go with a prot tank because you can you can AOE and work on a bunch of mobs at once and it's just very sustaining but also you're you're mowing stuff down and it doesn't take any longer to kill stuff than it would with the, the other two specs um second place is easily fury which i've been bouncing back and forth with and then hardly anybody said uh, anything about arms so what i liked about i ended up kind of sticking with protection warrior because when i go into a space and there's like you need to kill 50 of these dudes i'm killing three or four at once and it's happening very quickly 
if I do it with Fury, it takes longer. Also, the cooldowns at lower levels, sub-20, are weird with Fury. They You can fill in the gaps later, like 20 to 40. That becomes a, a, a more fluid rotation, and I'm sure I'll return to it. But right now, uh, Protection Warrior is kind of awesome in PvE, and I didn't expect that. So, been playing around, goofing off, whatever. At one point, I sold my shield and didn't mean to. And then I couldn't be a prop warrior for a while because you can't really do anything without a shield. So then eventually a shield dropped. And I went, oh, okay, I can go back to playing that for a while and ended up kind of sticking with it. But um, I don't know. It's been an interesting experience. And I kind of recommend say, it. I got to say, in my opinion, warrior is the most fun. I've tried all the classes. Warrior is the only one I've ever found fun. Monk is second place for me. I feel like really because I just did the same thing. I logged in and leveled a warlock to twenty. So I'm like, I'm gonna be a warlock. You know how I feel after twenty levels? Uh. I hate warlock. Is like the lamest. Like it sucks. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm going back to my warrior. This is like, I gotta just stand there and shoot pixels at people. Yeah. Now that's funny. Warrior's fun. I like running into things and being proactive. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So to me, warrior and to me, the animations on the Fury spec are the coolest. You get whirlwind with no rage, so it just looks badass the way you. Yeah. yeah. When you get to, and I feel bad. I don't want to turn this into like nothing but wow. But when you get when you get up there in Fury, I'm with Bo 100. Fury warrior. I'm a rogue. My main's a rogue. I will always be a rogue. But when it comes to just fun, like feeling powerful and crazy, like that's the warrior. Yeah. It's one of my favorite classes to play in the game. It's interesting because I always had this bias that it would be the boring, like stand there and take damaged guy. Like I just, especially, you know, 14 years ago or whatever, whenever we were with WoW oh, then, yeah. I, oh, remember, yeah. I remember the thinking, yeah, sure. it was, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, you, you go in and hit with sword. You're a sword guy. And I was more yeah. of a magic guy, a projectile guy, hunter guy. So, I would tend toward hunters and mages and stuff. And I still really like hunters and mages. In fact, fire mage right now might be my favorite thing in the game. Um, I just love how procky it is. Oh my gosh. It's burn everything all the time. And he's a panda, which makes it funny. But anyway, the point is I, I've uh, really enjoyed this and I feel bad that I have been a little bit biased against warriors or, or even paladins or I'm not really like, I've never been a melee dude. Heroes has actually helped me in that regard. Helped me want to be, you know, to try more roles in games that aren't uh, where I normally wouldn't. It's weird. Say, say like Melee specifically, and, and Heroes might be might be something to that link. Is that <clears throat> I find there's less of a reason to move around. Like if, when I'm playing a Melee class in WoW, I'm always aware of positioning and where I am. Yeah. Right, like because because you, you can so easily spread. Like there's a lot of effects and in raids that spread to hero like your teammates near you and you've always got to be mindful right you know whereas where you, if you play with the range everyone spreads out and don't stand in the poop but there's a sort of like oh no this little ad popped up go get the ad now zoom over here and zoom over here and it's just very active mm -hmm. i find mm -hmm. and it gets a little i find it a little boring when you don't get to be that active yeah and it might be because heroes you know we play a lot of heroes and there's a lot of brain activity going on when you're playing that game. Yeah, there are no, there's no hero in Heroes where you just stand there. I mean, even auto-attack characters who benefit from just standing there more, um, even if you're stutter-stepping or you're not, they, it's still such an active experience. And seeing how they've made melee feel active in, in an MMO, I guess I'm surprised all these years later that it feels that good. So, 
anyway, it's been an interesting experience because I thought a lot about just all the connective tissue between the things that Blizzard does and how much I love it all. And, and there's some really great, carefully crafted rad content early on in that game. You just don't, you just have forgotten. And everyone out there always like, oh, it's all about end game. Pay the 60 bucks and boost him. Eh, is it though? I feel like this journey is a little more fun. I'm having, I'm having a great time. So anyway, just wanted to mention that. Hey, guess who we're getting? Laffy Taffy Goofball uh, uh, Racist uh, High Inquisitor White Mane's coming to the game. Salty White Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were <clears throat> we were correct about it being White Mane. I think a lot of shows and streamers and people who were making predictions predicted it correctly. Uh, from what I can tell, she seems pretty great. Uh, John, you said something on Twitter that really made me laugh, and I hope I'm not remembering it wrong, but you said there were three things you, were, you knew that she... Uh, hated and I can't remember the first two but the third one was pants yeah that's right her worst enemies were something something and then pants yeah. uh, one I... was definitely the undead yeah oh and rezzing scrubs oh yeah undead, undead rezzing, scrubs, and rezzing scrubs and no pants so uh, she is for just a lack of a better way of saying this she really is no pants <laughs> like she is the most not since Lee Ming's uh, um, heroic skins back when we had the level ten skin thing. Not since those skins have I seen so little pantaloon on a uh, on a character in the game. It's fine, but I just feel like it's impractical. It's a little too airy. Uh, it's li- weird on a priest. Yeah, like Lee Ming makes sense. She's a fashionable diva esque wizard, full of herself. Mm-hmm. Can wear risque things. It's like. Imagine the Pope wearing something like that, you know, like oh, we have a, we have a lady Pope for the first time and she's elected to wear a onesie and nothing White else to the Pope, though. I think everything you just said about fine. She's not she's not equivalent Pope. to the Pope, but she the, I mean, the light is a religion. She's a religious zealot. She says she's a, she she has a voice line in there that's zeal zealously like, you know, it's an input move command where someone's like, yes. Yeah. Or like I will move or zug zug, and she she says zealously, oh, like with with zeal, and I'm like so like yeah, so like we can take the religious tones to the whole Scarlet Crusade. It's intended, yeah. But I'm like, what religious person's like got to do the onesie? It's just weird, and mm. maybe it looks cool, but I don't know. It's weird. Well, people have been asking for a zealot in the game for a while. I think they meant Protoss, but hey, we got her instead. So there you go. Um, Looking at video right now of her doing her thing. She seems pretty neat. Some of the the, uh, talk on Twitter before it was announced was that, well, it can't be her because we've got a resurrection in the game already. If you're going to put a priest in here, that feels like you just kind of have to have that as built in part of the kit with this character. And um, sure enough, they figured out a way to make ultimates very different for her, but... Let's get into her. Um, has anyone played her on the PTR or messed with her at all? Yeah, I uh, just in try mode, but yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys, mm-hmm. uh, would Bo, what'd you think? What'd you, what, what, how'd she land um, on you, at least initially? I don't know. I, I think the, you know, I think it's the same team that's worked on a lot of great heroes. So I can see that her kit, I think, is going to be fun and have a lot of nuance. Mm-hmm. Not super excited for her, though. You know, it's just more healing lasers and healing stuff. There's nuance to it, and I don't want to undercut it, but I wasn't... I don't know. I'm a little, like... I don't know if it's my support bias. Like, I'm not very excited sometimes for supports. I'm just not super stoked on the character. Right. 
And even just from a how does she play standpoint, I see a lot of potential from what's there, but I don't know. It's uh, doesn't she? Know, does just, she feel like she's in line with the, with the? It feels like support heroes have all been following a new template, and that new template is um, creating you know healing opportunities for sure. Yeah, well, but, she's she's <clears throat> Stukov three Like if Malfurion is Stukov two yeah that she's she's stukov 3.0 where it's like you got to get zeal on your folks and then you got to do other things to boost up the zeal it looks like it's going to be very powerful mm. and she has cc options in her kit so she does everything a support will do it's just got different graphics and a you know there's differences to how it plays so it's a unique character i'm not meaning to say anything to um uh disparaging about the character or anything like that but it's a little it's a little samey on the surface from a bit of try mode i'm sure once you get into her there'll be some cool nuancey stuff in there her ultimates gotta say they're not they're not like exciting they might mm. be good they're not exciting mm. just areas of stuff right i don't know yeah well it'll be interesting to see how she fits in the mix i mean i my biggest complaint is is a purely aesthetic one and it's not even about the pants john will John will probably guess what I'm about to say, but she has anime face. Oh, I yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, not that it's a bad thing, but it, it seems a little inconsistent. Yeah, across the board, the other humans. Yes, yeah. yes. She, There's something about it, and I can't put my finger on it. It's something in her face. It says a yeah. total design it's, it's choice. JRPG white man, basically. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I feel like that's going on. John, you tried her. Did you? Uh, How'd you feel? You, I mean, I know you feel similar about supports, not as excited about supports as uh, some might get, but uh, what'd you think? I like her. I think she's, uh, I think she's a lot of fun to play. She's very much like healing with her. Again, this is just in, you know, try modes. It's, it's not in game. So it's going to be hard to say what it's like when you're playing against actual people. But the little bit of time that I spent with her, it feels like, feels like her healing walks that line very much of that edge that you walk with some heroes you know heroes like um zuljin where you want to be at low health and you want to just kind of dance at the edge of low health like she kind of feels like that it feels like her healing isn't the burst healing for her is very expensive mm-hmm. to do because you basically spam your q yeah. that's how you get a lot of healing out and it it is draining so it's a lot of small heals. So it's a lot of, hey, things are, you know, focusing on the target you want to heal and you're just watching their health dance and you're just watching that dance of how much damage and healing can I output to keep them from dropping faster than what I'm giving them. Mm-hmm. And I actually really liked that game, uh, especially taking uh, Clemency at level one. Uh, which lets you cast uh, Inquisition on a hero, so you can do the little channeling beam as a as a heal instead of a damage attack. I I found that very rewarding hmm. in the time that I was playing with her. Um, and I also I I don't know if it's going to be her most powerful ultimate, but I also found Divine Reckoning at ten. Uh, which is the one that does damage to be a lot of fun too, because if you can set it up properly and put zeal on your team before you drop that, you are both healing and damaging at the same time in a big area. And that can be very rewarding as well. Mm. So Mm. I think there's some very cool stuff on her kit. I'm really excited to see 
where she ends up going. She definitely feels strong. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what's going to happen when you get up against an opponent that's smart enough to say, oh, I'm going to ignore the thing I'm fighting and go after her, because it is difficult for her to get away. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm I'm digging her kit a lot. I really... I really, really like it. And I think her Searing Lash ability is kind of fascinating. How often hitting somebody with that and the way people try to tend to move when they get hit by an ability, that the way that second strike comes down, it hits them pretty frequently. Yeah. I, I wondered about that one. If that was, uh, I don't know, how that felt. Because it looks a little dry and wait for it and projecty, you know? Like, I'm putting out a thing. I hope you don't get out of it sort of deal but you know i guess we'll see how smart players are for that to me to me it seems like a major part of her healing throughput aside from the q itself or i think there's a there's a hot is there a hot on zeal no right no it's, it's only healing so it's 100 of the damage white main deals to heroes and inquisition's kind of one of those it's a channeling ability which means you can be interrupted or targeted i worry a little bit about intelligent play versus that right i mean mm-hmm. the new brack throws out a q interrupted like i wonder how much value you do get off of it um could be fine though but that mm. was that's like a concern right where one of your main abilities is a channel it has pretty solid it can have pretty solid counterplay if once uh, from savvy opponents sure little side note the uh, ability scarlet aegis or aegis sorry aegis i think um, it doesn't say it in here but it, it, it sort of implied because um Whenever you heal a teammate, they get zeal, mm-hmm. right? So that actually applies zeal to everyone in its area of effect if it gets healed. Yeah, both yeah. of the spirits. So it, nearly... it, doesn't, it, it doesn't say it on the ability, but I noticed when I was playing, I'm like, oh, they're getting zeal. Why? It doesn't say that on there. And then the answer is it doesn't matter. As long as it's a heal coming from white main, you'll get the zeal buff. So you can cast it, then cast your W and E and get healing from it. I assume the damage on E also provides healing. Yeah. Uh, so, I, the... so, so let me ask this question. You called her Stukov 3.0. Stukov being 1.0 and, and the changes to Malfurion being 2. Um, yeah. I I mean, we all I love Stukov. I love him. I love his mechanics. I love everything about the way he works. I think it fits his character perfectly. I love how it plays. Blah, blah, blah. I've said it a million times. He's my favorite character in the game. Uh, on the other hand, I don't like the way Malfurion works. And part of that we could attribute, and we talked about this a little bit last time, but attribute some of that to well they changed him so i just change is hard and you know like like some of that could just Uh be me but in the case when you say 3.0 i have to admit i i get a little "Mm, really because it's the reason i say it is it's the mini game right it's yeah get spread your spread your symbol above the heads of the people with the heal potential then press the heal button in stukov case it's just the d in malfurion's case it's the w on an enemy hero now, in her case, it's whatever damage she can output while you have your special graphic over top of your head. We're like, you know, Deckard just tosses potion and yeah. you get the heal. Yeah. And and uh, Rhaegar just presses Q and the heals go where they go and there's an, a game to it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is a minigame healing character. Um, might not be a good or bad thing. I think the assumption is that, well, minigames require higher game skill to accomplish. So one would hope that the benefit of playing a character like that is greater than playing something simple. Like it in a world where all healing is the same, you want to play the characters that don't have the mini game because 
your burden of execution is much lower on gun. <laughs> yeah, I press Q, things are good. Okay, let me focus on other parts of the game. It's like, no, I've got this giant game to play. I mean, you know, what's what's the benefit of doing it? I don't know. But mm. like Malfurion's a top pick. I actually got a Euro League game in with Malfurion and I felt godlike um on him. So it's I need to get I over was my planning a little bit that the Q cooldown is not long, but then I realized it was like only five seconds. It's not that bad and it lasts a long time. Yeah. But your teammates gotta protect you. He's He's a not that bad of a place, actually. I enjoy playing Malfuria in that game. So it's not a bad thing on her. It's just, it's what it is. It's that game. There's that Stukov game on her. Yeah. I think the other thing to keep in mind, Scott, is that even though we're saying 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, metas will determine this, but I wouldn't necessarily say, well, Malfurion's better than Stukov, and now White Mane is better than Malfurion. It's just that there's a difference to the play style. So yeah. to me, the way I look at it is I kind of say, okay, well, they're all kind of playing a similar game, but there's subtle differences. So for her, you have sort of the same thing as Stukov, but when you look at the differences, it's, okay, you're responsible for spreading. It's not going to automatically spread. But the twist to that is they're also not going to automatically regain hit points. You doing damage is what's going to enhance that. The plus side that Stukov doesn't have is with the way her Q works, you can essentially spam the equivalent of Stukov's D yeah. for healing. Right. The only penalty to that is that you're going to burn through your mana. Mm. But she does get abilities through her talent tree where doing <laughs> that will actually confer bonuses. You mm. burn through all of it. I think I pressed Q on Malfurion in try mode three times at level one, and I was out. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a lot of mana you burn through i'm pretty sure it was bad hmm. I, I was out of mana and i had to go tap a well um so you, you i don't think spamming three heals on somebody in quick succession something you're going to be doing all that often period maybe if you talent into it but it feels bad to take talents that Make you use less mana when it seems like there'd be cooler things to do? I don't know. I haven't played it too much, so I'm reserving all judgment. I but, mean, she's you know. not designed to spam it, but if you're in a situation yeah. where it's, hey, I can get us all out and burn my mana, or it might be good no, burst. I gotta save my mana, and, and I don't want to lose that, and then people die. You know, it's nice to have the It's just there. There's a tension there, right? So let's say you have three charges of Q. I can hot my team. I know it's not a hot, but just bear with me. You can tag my team with it. Or I can press it three times on the same hero for the burst healing. Yeah. It seems like that's the only reason you'd want to do it. If someone's super low and you go Q, 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 and then shoot out a W and just heal that guy like crazy. Yeah. Well, Which might be interesting. It might be interesting decision making. I don't know. If I since I'm the one that'll, if I, if we end up, you know, seeing her get played in our group, it'll probably be me who does it. I'm, I'm withholding judgment until I play her, but I don't know. I just can't, just can't tell. I do like the idea of a, a sexy religious zealot, though. I like that. Who I think all, really? all religion should be skin tight, sexy people up mm -hmm. there going, hey, uh, men too, just up there going, look at us, uh, church. It's, <laughs> let's make out. <laughs> the priest comes out in literally exactly White Mane's outfit. He's like, <laughs> all right, everybody rise. Yep. I mean, <laughs> to, to be fair, White Mane, you know, with the whole chapeau, is, her Every character is one that. It would say her hidden, not even a hidden sin, but her sinful side that she indulges in would be in vain fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
sure. vanity. Also, John and I mean is... that's how she's always looked. Even in WoW, she wore no pants. Yeah, she's always been pantsless. It's fine. So it's it's, it's fine. It's just I got I just want to make it known that I got John's joke about everybody rise. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Well Thank done. You. Uh, all right. So there she is. She's coming. She's going to be here soon. When do we get her for real? It's not today. It's next week, right? Yeah, probably next yeah. week. Next week, I think. Um, but there are some big PTR changes, and we should talk about those. Some of these I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, Chromie, Stukov getting pretty heavy-handed changes to talents. I wouldn't call them reworks so much as I would just big talent shuffles. Uh, I'll let you guys speak to the Chromie stuff because I really don't play her much. But uh, when it comes to Stukov, uh, I don't know, man. I can't tell yet. I haven't touched him on the PTR, so I, I, I couldn't tell you there either. Uh, but he's uh, he's changing. So things that I that I re- really rely on, especially in late game, like some pretty heavy-duty uh, hand-anus action, I should probably use the right term. Lurking uh, arm. What is it even? Does anyone even know? It's just I lurking arm. Isn't it lurking arm? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Lurking right. arm where we... Look, if you've made it to this episode of Core, you probably know what Scott means when he says hand anus. Yeah, I just shouldn't say hand anus action in the same phrase is what I'm getting at. But anyway, uh, he... Uh, sorry, I almost called him a G. He has, he has this silence ability that is pretty much unparalleled in the game as far as I'm concerned in, uh, in terms of frequency of use and, and range and, and versatility. I, I love that thing. And... And we use it a lot in fights, and it makes a lot of sort of game-changing uh, moments happen, and it's it's great. That A lot of that is being nerfed, not entirely, but a chunk of it. Like, I don't get the range boost on it from a talent that I would normally get at a lower level. Um, I got to wait for that until later in the game. Uh, to get more specific, for example, let's see, I'll tell you. I thought I had a handy, and I don't. Here we go, Stukov. Um, oh, weird. Why is it doing that? Uh, okay, here it is. So they changed a bunch of stuff. Low blow, your uh, your E has been moved from level 13. That's now at level 1. This has bonus damage reduced from 150 to 100. Uh, popping pustules no longer has a quest component. By the way, two quest component type questy things were moved. That's one of them. Uh, the new functionality has been added. It's detonating a weighted pustule within 1.5 seconds of, his, of it expiring increases its damage by 100% and applies its damage to, uh, and slows in an area. This is them... Uh, the explosion radius reduced a little bit, but this is them trying to put more emphasis on W in general. And I cannot speak to how this stacks up in meta pro play or anything like that, but it seems to me that nobody's using W very much. Your whole my experience playing him as well. Yeah, you're holding your D for uh heels <laughs> for heels <Yes>. <laughs> continue I've, yes. I've done this build a couple times though early on i love the booger build yeah you enjoyed that i remember no, you talking about it. it but yeah, i love the booger build so if they want to buff it please yeah that's all this seems like they're doing here is trying to get people to use it more and i understand that i don't want to have a totally you know i don't want to have a implied two button terry when there are three buttons to use I just hardly ever do. And when I do, I try to be strategic about it. It seems like an opportunity uh, to slow somebody at, a, at the right moment. But a lot of time, it's super late game. Early game, W just does nobody any good at all. It's just sort of there. And so I like that they're boosting that. I always that. forget what the baseline W does, like without pressing D. I always, I, even now, I couldn't tell you. It slows and 
has oh, it slows if you press D. It doesn't do anything if it just if you just tag him with a booger. Does it do nothing? It has to do something. I thought it. Right? I thought it damaged it does something, them. but not much. Like you have to press D to get slow. Hold on, I'll look at. Yeah, look at. I know I can't remember. D is the slow. Can't remember. But if it's just a vanilla booger. <laughs> I thought it was that you got some initial slow and the D just made it a lot slower, kind of like you get an initial heal and the D makes I, a big heal. I have it. I think you're right, Scott. Yeah. Uh, hurl pustule that impacts all enemy heroes in a path, dealing 20 damage and slowing by 5%, increasing to 50% over 3 seconds. Yeah. Deals an additional 80 damage upon expiring or being removed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how I that worked. Know. That actually sounds really. It's, it's really bad because I usually tag people with the mooger and it just doesn't look like it does anything. I'm like, okay. well, that's my point. I, I don't. I don't, I don't get the advantage of that at all. And when the advantage is really needed, it's when you hit the D. But then I miss the D on a heal, and that that feels bad. Because yeah, the D, you feel it. They're just like they're at they're at max, like slow on the thing. I guess I just I thought. It's so insignificant. I thought it only applied the slow on the D. Right. The D makes it seventy percent for two seconds and does a hundred damage. Right. So, right. I ah. had no idea it was that much of a slow fifty percent. No, but it's not fifty percent. It's it's eventually so so basically you have zero point two five seconds of fifty percent probably. Correct. Like a yeah. Nothing burger. It doesn't feel like nothing it's booger. a nothing booger. <laughs> yeah. That's the best use of the nothing burger I've heard before, by the way, is that right there. Slightly changed to spill booger instead of burger. Well done. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, give me more reasons to use that and have it be more useful and beneficial, then that's great. Because right now I don't, I, I rarely use it mostly out of fear that I'm going to miss an important clutch heal. And I hate that feeling when that happens. I don't even like to be on cooldown with my clutch heals, so let alone on cooldown because I decided to slow somebody a little bit. So, yeah, W does, w does need some love. Now, here's where I start to get grumpy. Level 7, within my reach. It's an upgrade to E, which is your hand anus. It gives you, or, or did give you, I want to say, what, 20% increased range? Well, 50% increased range. 50%, you're right. Uh, is a big jump is a nice big range jump and i picked it every time because i like getting all the way in there and they can't do a whole lot except try to find me and kill me and it's a great way for me to stay out of trouble uh, but cause a lot of trouble at the same time they've just straight up removed it gone done poof like a pustulated booger popped with your d they got rid of within my reach, and I am. Well, they, they did. They did. They they took out the fifty percent range, but they added it to level the level thirteen talents. It hungers. Yeah, but the hungers. But it's only twenty percent. Correct. So it's, it's five levels later, or six levels later, and it's um basically two fifths of what it was before. Like it's big. right. There are no changes to level sixteen. Or it's a fifth. Right. That's a much slower. I mean, it'll work, and in and in truth. It's more of a harass mechanism early in the game, and late game range isn't actually helping me that much. Like, it's usually in the scrum of things, and you're much closer, and the 20% will probably be plenty for what I would normally do anyway. But in early game, I'll miss, I'll miss being that kind of harassing element of, uh, at level 7 anyway, being able to just sort of plop that down in places where the other team is trying to get work done. I miss that. Yeah, or I will miss it's going to make you play a little riskier. Yeah, which is, you know... Because it's not removing the functionality, but now you definitely have to be 
a little more yeah well you can be a little less reactionary right because if you're further away you know and somebody makes a sudden move and you go oh i want to silence there you can odds are you're gonna have you're gonna be able to do it whereas now you might have to move forward to do it right and and speaking of chromie it was very effective against her because of her range yeah i was one of the only things that could disrupt her business from range and cause her trouble and i loved doing that to her specifically so so that bums me out everything else it doesn't bother me um the other changes seem okay it's it's fine bonus healing reduced uh, got reduced from 50 percent to 30 percent um when it comes to top it's fun stuff. to mess with hammer sergeant hammer as well yeah and that talent in particular is pretty good for getting around sergeant hammer's range yep it was always kind of nice to be able to tickle hammer yeah and now, that's, <laughs> you, now you're going to be taking shots when you're trying to tickle her yeah and i don't like that so oh, i'm a little bit bummed by it but i don't I don't feel like this is a complete mess or anything. I think it'll be fine. They what they're looking for, they say in their notes, is a diversity of play styles and builds. They're trying to make it so that we're, you know people aren't going down the path of one or two builds. And I get that with it, uh, with the the team's desire to do that. And I think that's better for the game. It's healthy, but just I'm I'm feeling extra sensitive just because he's my man. <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, want no, I know you've you've really grown to like playing that character and. Yeah, they do what is often been the case is sometimes when they change a hero that you find annoying. You're like, yay! And when it's the hero you play, and the changes are not favorable, yeah, sucks. I yeah. still think they made a mistake changing the cooldown on Breath of Heaven on Kerosene from ten to eight. Yeah, I just don't know why they need to mess with it. it didn't change anything. It didn't. And I, I will. Uh, well, it I made it so I quit that... playing Kerosene. <laughs> Sorry, what, John? Now. Granted, Heroes Hearth is not a collection of data like Hot's Logs, but they populate their popularity percentage based on what people are recommending in their guides. Yeah. And if you go down his talent tree, because I happen to have it open, looking up the information, everything but his level 20 talent has a 100% suggested pick rate. Oh, not yeah, a single person is recommending a different talent in their guides which for is arm? yeah well for, for everything uh, for current stukov as yeah. he stands oh i know but i mean if they're all lurking arm talents is what i'm for the most part yeah for the not, most part. not entirely but mostly when you when they can they are because some talent trees are, are about something else but where every choice yeah. is not affecting that yeah, but, i mean like level 13 there's like three lurking arm talents i like low blow actually uh, they, they, they messed with low blow they put it at level one yeah was it 13 let's see 150 more damage to enemy heroes below oh i did that too that was always my pick that's the the weird thing here is is the the detonating pustule thing doesn't stop the spread uh at 13 being the 100 percent pick here this is where i've always diverted from common yeah. so, like, everyone takes vir virulent reaction because they know it's obviously the better talent but it's also hard to do yeah. yeah, you don't just walk up to anyone and play Stukov. By the way, take this talent; it's awesome. It's really complicated to execute. You got to W people, which, as Scott pointed out, no one does. Right. And then, and then you've got to arm them, and then you have to have D not on cooldown that you didn't use a heal to root them for two seconds. Like this yeah. is everyone. This is the pick that like everyone's like this is the good pick, and then no one takes it because they can't do it. Yeah. I think I took Lingering Spines because I'm a Stukov I gotta dude, look that up. and I like the way Lingering Spines work. Yeah, Lingering Spines is pretty cool. The idea of it staying there after you've stopped it is cool. 100%. Um, but I always go low blow 
because it's a team thing. When I play with you guys, you guys are burning uh, opponents down, and I see an opportunity. It's like, oh my gosh, there are three, there are two tanks and two damage dealers in there, and they're all almost dead. Not only will this silence send all their spells to hell, and, and they won't be able to do anything but auto attack, uh, but they won't have a lot of time to react, and by the time they try to walk out of there, I will kill them because they're 25% health or less. It's great. Like, it's a really satisfying thing to go. It's almost like a finishing move. It requires you guys to do something first, but once you've done it, I can come in there and go, all right, let's finish this off. And it feels, it's very satisfying. I think low blow is awesome. Yeah, so anyone want to take a guess as to its actual popularity, even though 100% of builds recommend it? Uh, I'm going to say it's 40%. Scott. Oh wait, are we talking about the one that was a hundred percent? What is yes, the, the one that's a hundred percent according to uh, Heroes Hearth users? Or like, take this talent always. It's the best talent. Twenty percent. Okay, Scott. I'll say uh, just to be different. I'll say I'll say half fifty. And these are all the builds in the last week. Um, it's twenty uh, five. <laughs> twenty five. Oh. <laughs> so what it's go. not split four ways though right what's the heavy what's the heavy pick oh the, the biggest build uh the most popular one and highest winningest one is the reactive ballisto spores actually oh interesting oh, it's the low it's the lowest pick sorry the lowest pick one. Oh, but the, the only actual positive win rate is reactive ballisto spores i'd say low blow is actually the highest win rate with with a comparable amount of pick. Yeah. It seems like most people take lingering spines. And to be fair, that's like the easiest talent. It just stays for another couple seconds after. That's why I take it. it. Yeah, that's why John likes it. I but, think- um, low, but low blow does it. Like, you, you, don't, you don't see it add up, but Hammer likes to sit around or like, you know, yeah. Sonya thinks, oh, she's good. Let me spin to win on these heroes. And you're just like, chug, 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 chug. That thing takes fast. Yeah, it really think, does. You know, she's like, she's out of gas and she's dead. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's a really good talent. Catches I see why they nerfed guard. it, but also sucks. Yeah, I love that pick. And I always thought it would be untouchable because no one supposedly took it. <laughs> so I thought, well... It's, it's like a lot of thing in the Euros is like, you hear one thing from the community and then everyone does the other thing. And it's like, well, can't be that bad if you're all not doing this yeah, other thing. Yeah, that, that's a weird. That's a weird side effect. But yes, I, I'm going to miss... I mean, I, I, anything here in this, in this, in these talking points where he got his hand nerfed, uh, just bums me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. it's okay though. Uh, otherwise, I think everything else looks fine. I mean, um, you technically still have it. It's just now you that this real sad heartbreaker is you have to choose between at level one extent like lar- ex- extended hand aid handiness uh-huh. or powerful and <laughs> yeah you know because the two talents are now level one low blows at level one and um whatever the one that makes it big and you gotta go big i'm one. never gonna pick low blow again i have to have a big hand anus yeah big is good <laughs> like seriously it it's, good. it's a number one pick for a reason it's <laughs> it covers up the leoric and tomb a lot better you know like yeah. you don't have to be as precise and it's harder for them to walk out of yeah know? and the other one's like a manhole it's like that thing on towers of doom you can teleport through <laughs> Plus, I would argue that the increased size of it, even though you were picking it anyway, also is a small step, small, in uh, covering up for the range nerf as well. Because if you can get more range out of the radius of it, you know, you don't have to be quite as far forward. Yeah, good point. Good point. Plus, I can cover entire gates. I can cover, like, 
they yeah. can't get through the gate without walking through my poop. And that's a, that's a classic Stukov move. Like, get right. hammer up, nail in the, the fort while you put the handy in, is in the doorway and say, come at us. Yeah, like, come in here. You're going to take damage yeah. and you can't do anything. So have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great thing. And it's still a great thing. It's just a little more of a risky thing. And it's okay. It's all right. I'm trying to be positive about it. And I'm going to stay that It'll way. It'll be okay. How about Chromie? Tell me about her deal. I don't play Chromie, so what's up with her deal? I had a look at these changes. It looks like some stuff was nerfed, but some stuff was not nerfed. (laughs) It's real weird. The the biggest thing that jumped out at me and is going to jump out to everyone is her basic attack range was increased to 7. But I think this is among the highest, if not, I think Hanzo is the only one higher. I think he's got 7.5, I think. Um, This is a huge deal. This was basically on a talent, and they said, well, this talent, bronze talents, is so popular. Let's bake that bake that part in. And now bronze talent still exists. Here. Oh, no, it's removed. And they, yeah, they removed the talent. Okay. Remove the talent, but bake the fun- functionality in. Yeah, they bake yeah. the functionality in. Now, um, the thing they did nerf was Q was a built-in quest uh, at a certain point. They changed it so that Q increased in damage as you hit heroes it no longer gains bonus damage okay so it's now flat but and here's something i didn't know the scaling on sandblast was too remember i've been railing every week about how scaling is four percent across the board yeah. certain exceptions yeah the scaling on this is apparently two percent on her q <laughs> yeah i didn't know that yeah that's annoying <laughs> like it's not anywhere in game that it has reduced like it's, i'd like to know this so it's reverted back to four percent like everything else so in theory as she levels it should still be as damaging i think because i think the reason they would have ever given it two in the first place is because they gave her a stacking damage quest baked into her queue yeah yeah that's my assumption because asmodan has the same treatment globe does less damage because it has a damage stacking talent baked into it right um the cast time has been decreased so it will hit faster you'll have less time to dodge it great can't tell if it's a nerf or not it seems nerfy but maybe not i think it's still gonna suck getting nailed with it it'll Um, i mean nerfed for who though like it feels like it's nerfed for for chromie for for chromie's effective if you're a chromie player you know you want as much damage as you can on all your abilities Mm. i don't know if taking the stacking off then increasing it back to four percent i'd have to do a spreadsheet and figure that out but i mean it's, it's a maybe a buff to bad chromies and a nerf sure to chromies. yeah that's like, what i'm saying that's that's, that's a to. great way of putting it that's what my yeah. impression is but mm. her, her, her sandblast quest nerfed but i don't know how much two is gonna affect the range of that thing uh was it nerfed by range yeah not not by much it's still really far yeah, yeah. it's still far that's still far it's still stupid um, far as far as i'm concerned so the unlock requirement for the quest is now 50, which makes sense. I find people get that quest really late. They should get their reward sooner. 50 is all right, but it is a buff to Chromie. Yeah. Um, and that basically increases the damage of her Q by 40% or something like that. So look out for that. Uh, Dragon's Breath. The big deal here is that like Asmodan, it's now visible 0.5 seconds before it splats. Okay. So you actually have a chance to see where it's going to dump the cat litter yeah. and move out of the way. Right. Which could be a pretty big nerf. I know when I play Chromie, I rely on, I usually go W build. I rely on W build a lot because I know they can't see it coming. And and I even take the lower cooldown and reduce damage, knowing I'll get more consistent hits with it. I think it's really I think it's really good. And I think 
this is where there's a hardline nerf. The damage is reduced. The range is reduced. Cooldown got reduced. Well, that seems okay. You know who'll never get hit by this but, again? Tracer will never get hit by this again, ever. She was already not really no. getting hit by it. But no. if there was a if you were hit if you were a chromie that was hitting a tracer because you're that good as chromie, you were leading them, whatever, with W, that stops today. Well, that stops when yeah. this goes live because there's yeah. no way they don't see that coming now. It no, is a nerf. It's a nerf. Loop them, and hopefully they don't have any tricks. So, uh, I feel like there's a way to glitch out temporal loop, but I don't really know it. But sometimes it happens, and I feel like it's on purpose. Mm. People will do it. Mm. Um, it's really annoying. You mean like an exploit or like an intentional? Oh, bronze talons is baked in. Okay, so she has it baked in. So, so the whole thing. So, hitting an enemy here with a basic ability increases the damage of Chromie's next basic attack by 100%. So, Bronze Talent was a big pick because it increased the range and it made the auto attack really beefy. Yeah. And that num those numbers add up. And so, she's going to be kind of dangerous to get auto attacked from. It's going to be two or 300 points of damage you're getting nailed with. The nice um, part is, is even with the extended range of seven having her fighting you taking advantage of that at a range of seven is still better than her standing at a range of 17, just dumping sand. No, at you it just means, you know, like usual, don't away. be super low when you go into her. Cause you're probably going to hit a time trap and then she's going to auto you and take a bunch of life off. It's going to be rough. Right. I don't know. The rest of the changes seem to be like talent diversity changes. Not too much. Uh... See, this is a more normal hero's hearth layout. Look at her. If you look at her talent breakdown, and again, like John said, these these numbers are not you know indicative of actual play. This is just builds. But look at the diversity of percentages. It's so much. This is what I think Blizzard wants more of. And the Stukov one was like hundred, 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 hundred. Like it was just a, a straight across the board, very little variation, hundred percent pick on every on every level. Where she's got a lot of diversity. Just as a little throwback to our conversation before, this is—I yeah. think this is closer to what Blizzard is looking for in a you hero. Should, you should push the button where it says "last week" and switch it to "past three months" because I don't know how many people make a build per week on the site. Where is this? If you're looking for aggregate, oh, uh, last top right, month. top right. Do last three months? Yeah, like just make your your oh, yeah. range wider just to get a better aggregate. It's even more. more yeah, you're right. It's even yeah. more oh, more diverse. That's interesting. I mean, I might not go a full year because you never. There probably have been changes, but past three months is probably. We should said the number of builds it was pulling from because it might just be two. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't know. That would be good data to know. Last three months for Stukov is a little more diverse, but you still see it very weighted in the areas that you'd think. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Chromie still a threat. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the part I'm curious about is how is she uh, just trolling towers of doom and keeping you out off the tower shots like that two change to range does that does that put an end to her days of being able to stand in complete safety of her base and interrupt every time you click it i don't know probably not I, that seems like that's not a big enough nerf mm -hmm. so it seems like she's still going to be super annoying on maps like that yeah maybe that's okay she'll continue to be a pain in the arse I mean, she is she is one of those characters that when we start a game and I see that they have a Chromie, I get I just automatically get nervous. I just go, oh, if they're a good Chromie, we're screwed. And then your if they're hand a, your hand anus tightens up, yeah, right? it does. My hand anus tightens up. Nothing's getting through. Clenches. And then, but when if she's a bad Chromie, it's like the best game ever. 
I love a, <laughs> I love a bad Chromie who doesn't know how to lead, who isn't doesn't have their timing down. Like just if they just suck, it's great. It's a really good feeling. Anyway, Chromie, good job, well done. Uh, <laughs> anything else to say about Chromie that we've missed? Is there? Nah, no, nah, this right. is not. This is neat for hardcore Chromie players, but not that exciting. not that big a deal. Um, all right, now let's talk about the thing that kind of caught everybody a little bit off guard. I think it did me this this uh, quick after White Mane's announcement to have a um a, a big announcement regarding a new skin event is uh, was right on the tail of this thing like immediately, and that surprised me. Um, mm. I, were you guys surprised? I, it seemed really fast to me to have this yeah, happen. Yeah, it was, re- was released on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. and like, especially oh. the tease at the end, because like I thought, oh okay, they're announcing new skins. I mean, we'll get to the tease, but like I thought, okay, well uh, they decided to release the skins video, and then there's even something a little extra thrown in there, and it's like, oh wow, whoa, whoa okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean to be fair, this was really cool. Oh, it's really cool. it's amazing. It's nothing wrong with it. Like it's amazing. It's incredible. It's just more. It's right along the lines of what I'd love that they've done in the past and they're doing now. I love the Mad Max stuff. I really like this stuff. Uh, speaking of Stukov, this might be my favorite looking skin ever. I love this. This whole like, instead of that arm being a big fleshy, disgusting infestation, it's a big mechanical arm with a bunch of like Bane-like tubes of coolant and stuff coming out of it. He looks like some operative from G.I. Joe. Like, it's so the good. The opening actually looks like the Force Awakens scene on the Starkiller base. Right. When Hux comes out and stuff, it's got this, like, just, like, Volskaya robots in it and everything. It looks amazing. For some reason, their video is not on their page where they announced this stuff. I was going to show that to the chat room. I'll have to uh, go yeah, look at it on their link YouTube channel or something. But, um, okay. yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. Uh, so, so just look at this chat room. Like, this came out Sunday. You got this weird opening business. Here's a little sound even. It's like, I mean, it's very ev- provocative imagery. It's like, ooh, it's like a... Oh my gosh, it's so cool. The music's really good too. But anyway, it's like super villains. Uh, like you say, Stukov's arm is like this big mechanical thing. You got uh, Honor running around. With her like Cobra Commander crap, and then who's the other one? Genji. Yeah. Genji. Yeah. Uh, the skull mask. Skull mask. Genji with his with his uh, cool stuff. Anyway, it looks awesome. But well, okay, let's talk about the skins. They they look great. Any complaints? Any problems? Any questions about skins before we get to the part about this video that everyone's talking about? I have no, no this- complaints, but I think I'm gonna get off easy because none of these are heroes I play. Oh, that's true. But I really like the mount, and I have a feeling it's going to be like a bundled deal, and so I might not actually get off easy. Yeah, I'll be I'll be honest with you. These are all heroes I like to play, and they're all amazing. Yeah, this whole thing is purchased like already spent money. Yeah, it's a must get for me. Um, I don't even play on it, or I'm only playing one of these characters really. <laughs> but I'm really both, stoked. Um, both Genji and Stukov are legendaries, and they have their own uh, VO. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's just modulated lines or new VO, but they've been really going hard on the paint with like at least new taunt lines and stuff. Yeah. Which I like a lot. That so. stuff's great. It looks really good. Okay, now, so chat room, I've paused it here. As you can tell, this this video is zoomed out a little bit. I'm, I'll give it the volume so you can hear how this ends. 
Uh, it backs out, and then this happens. All right. Then somebody punches it, and there are two clues here. One, the arm that punched it. Let me back it up a little bit. Let you can see. use the, uh, the the brackets to, like, frame. I frame it? Let's see if I can. There we go. I don't know whose hand that is. And some people have said, hey, that's Soldier 76's hand. Or that's, well, you know, who knows? Or maybe it's an existing character is just getting a skin. But then why would they do that? The skin pack's not going to include whoever that is. And it just feels like a big fat tease. Plus, there's this photo at the end of this girl and a, and a little kitty. I think it's a pig. Oh, is it a pig? Oh, it is a pig. <laughs> so here's my, here's my current new guess. You ready? This, this is, I mean, the hand to me looks kind of beefy and it's got straps on it. And this picture's of a little kid with a pig. I think it's Roadhog. <laughs> no. I think it's Roadhog. And wait, let me play the voice again. Just so you can hear that. Okay. All right, here you go. That could totally be Roadhog. It's a little too intense for Roadhog, I think. No. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not. I don't We're know. a little more. I mean, it's not a bad guess. And certainly, I've stared at this thing for several hours. Yes. What I, what I, what I can't. Full detective on this one. What I can tell for sure is that the, the glove, it's wearing a glove. Yeah. Black. And it's bare wrist you're seeing. Mm -hmm. That looks like a knife handle pointed up. It doesn't appear to be attached to the glove. The glove also seems to have a rope. Like it's like almost like a bag pulled over your hand and then a rope tied around the wrist. And I was like, Lucio maybe wears a glove. And Blackthorn came up as a glove wearing dude. But I don't know. Blackthorn, I, maybe. There's a lot of talk about Blackthorn, but dude, Luce, that's not Lucio. No way. Even even like Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's Lucio either. Like, but the girl's really throwing me. It's like it's that girl's gotta mean something, right? Yeah. That's yeah. not just random, but I can't I can't picture a current character in game with an association to that girl. And that art style really reminds me of you know in StarCraft in between missions and the campaign, mm -hmm. you could see photographs of people painted on the walls. Sure, and it had an art style like there's one of Kerrigan before she became a Zerg queen, and it's very like painted. And this reminds me of that. It's very painted. But it's like a it's like a photograph. Like in the game, you're looking at a Polaroid, but it's right. painted in the game. Right. It's weird. But it works. It's cool. And that this is a Polaroid, like you find in the StarCraft Wings of Liberty campaign on various walls. Yeah. So it's really got me going on the StarCraft vibe, and it's really got me on a Tosh, a Gabriel Tosh vibe. Oh. He also has a knife that he sticks into the voodoo doll to actually do voodoo stuff with in like in game if yeah. you remember he plays around with a knife and a voodoo doll yeah and i i mean and, not not to be weird but ethnically speaking this could be his daughter you know yeah she, she or, looks like him. i mean yeah something and um the specter red and black is very much the sorry the viper ascendant trailer is very red and black and gabriel is very red and black in terms of his armor and art in the game 
So that's for the only thing that's throwing me is the rope on the glove thing. It doesn't really look like spaced power armor, but yeah, Tosh has been you know, like he tends to look a little futuristic, I thought, but but then but, again, this uh, is him. If this is him, he's mad at a screen of guys in skins who are otherwise not in these skins. You know what I mean? Like, well, you assume it'd be a good guy. Vipers are bad guys, right? Like this Viper thing is clearly it'd be like a hero, I'm sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I love this kind of thing though. I like dumb teases, and it's fun to speculate about. And it could just be a skin too. Like that's the other thing is this could just be. So one of my thoughts that I had was this was a very, uh, you know, they call it Viper, which Im- immediately made me think GI Joe because of Cobra. Yeah. Bo pointed out it reminded him of Command and Conquer, and I think that's right. The mm-hmm. Brotherhood of Nod mm-hmm. uh, kind of vibe is in there as well. So it could be that maybe the next skin pack to come out is the other side of that. So we would get G.I. Joe or we would get, you know, GDI inspired uh, skins to go oppose that. And this could be a skin for somebody else. I have a a weird secret thing I can also say to confirm your theory. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I was looking through the sound files today and do this week's show. (laughs) Sure. And I saw that the Genji sound files were labeled Genji Viper. Ooh. That's the name of the skin. Yeah. The Stukov skin is named Stukov Army. Army. Yeah, and I forgot to look up Anna's actually. You should look she hers up because they could all be well, I can't do it right now. Um that would help. But but it made me think like, oh, maybe Stukov was originally intended to be on the good guy's side, and then he got switched over to the bad guy's side. Um because he was still labeled Stukov Army. Why wouldn't he be Stukov Viper since they're all Viper? Yeah, but then so again, feel like, oh, there's the, an army. The visual like, of something like the Stukov army is pretty provocative idea. Like, I mean, but it just might be, you know, the Joes, the GI Joes. No, they it totally could be. The, yeah. When they're done, they, they say, might call them, they, <laughs> they say, might be like Buster and call them army. Here's what they're going to do. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to teach us. They're going to teach us like a, a, a life lesson. And at the end, they'll say this phrase, they'll say, and understanding is a portion of the fight. A portion of the fight. Instead of uh, knowing is half the battle, they'll say that. I that would be my favorite thing they could do. But they but again, oh, if they still... did a PSA video for Dude. the next one. Oh my gosh, how good would that be? The, the thing that's throwing me in all of this, and I got so far down a rabbit hole, was I was looking up GI Joe good guy characters to see if any of them had a daughter. Yeah. Like, did Duke have a daughter? Is that the reference here? I couldn't find anything. I don't know. I never watched G.I. Joe. I had, like, Transformers, not G.I. Joe. Dude, G.I. Joe had its moments. They were kind of themed. They were kind of like the village people. (laughs) They were. Does anyone know? Does anyone know in chat room? Was there a... uh... (laughs) That's what I loved about these old cartoons. And actually, Transformers is the same. Everything is themed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know what else to compare it to. There was no sameness to anybody. It's like, this is the cowboy one. And this is uh-huh. the one who uh, doesn't ever talk and is super mysterious. Here's, and yeah, here's a ninja. Here's a cowboy. Here's a sailor. Uh, here's an astronaut. Yeah, here's our here, here's our native here's our shameful Native American trope. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it, it literally when you describe the characters in GI Joe, I'm just saying you could be describing the village people. You really it could. could go either way. Yeah, here's our yeah. construction worker. Um, <laughs> it all just depends on what they sing. At the end. <laughs> yeah, do, do they sing or do they fight and miss every shot they they make? Do they say uh, jump back, na 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 na, or do they say go Joe? That's your determining yeah. moment when you know which you've got. Oh, but look. I could see this skin being like, uh, 
I don't know, like a like a weird. I think the arm looks a little because it uh. looks like it's it's bending already, and it you're not seeing a lot of it, so it looks a little stout. Mm. So I Honest. actually my first thought was like a Muradin, just like a Muradin costume of some kind. Anna's mm. um, oh, also called Anna's also called Army. It's Anna Army. It's oh. Anna Army Stukov Army in Genji Viper. And he still has mentioned in the chat. Apparently, the Twitter said it was another evil organization. Like it's not good guys slamming the. Who who said this? Wing. It's the a, official Twitter account did. Evestyle said that this Twitter said it was another evil org. Oh, we need some links there, Eve Styles. Get us some. <laughs> Styles. Styles. <laughs> Styles. Is it oh, how do you say E Styles? I don't. I don't know. You could be right. I just. I didn't think of that. <laughs> I, oh, I thought says, it was like like e cigarettes. Here, e Styles. Here's the quote. Co- here's the quote. The terrorist organization Viper wasn't the, Viper wasn't the only criminal paramilitary outfit that had desire to conquer the world, but they were the first to accomplish their sinister goals. And so this is another uh, potentially another organization. It's like, damn it, they beat us to it. <laughs> that's great yeah i want this world where it's just evil organizations that all were a little late to the party and now fighting <laughs> each other it sounds like a really good premise for almost a movie or something yeah like a p- good parody of this stuff anyway that's the thing mm. that's your viper stuff and it all looks great uh so i'm very excited it's a weird mix of heroes though uh two two overwatch heroes and one at least for now one uh starcraft hero and that's that's it Usually, I feel like they've tried to diversify that a bit. So having two Overwatch heroes in there is a little bit weird, but it's fine. Whatever, not gonna complain. Uh, so that's that coming soon. We get that same time next week. Do you think all at once? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. all, all all in one shot in the new patch. Sweet. Uh, I think so. We'll so I've already forgotten who's our newest hero before Lady Pant No Pants. Uh, oh, um, that'd be Urel. Urel, right? Yurel lady uh full pants we call her she had full, she had full pants uh that means something else doesn't it yeah, it does i mean she's pooped her dry <laughs> pants <laughs> she pooped them it's a dry poop i don't know they might be different they might be ashy no this is what goats they're goats <laughs> if you've been to a it zoo lately little round pebbles yes yes like goats do but they don't and they don't warn you if you go to a petting zoo and you're a little kid and you're petting a goat, the goat will suddenly stop and go, and then just pebbles fall out of the back like a like a factory for cocoa puffs. Just yeah. <laughs> So that's what that's what she does. Zurel will just be running around going, I am here for the light or whatever, and then she'll suddenly stop and go, and then her tail just lifts a little bit. <laughs> they do live for ten thousand years or so. So or seventy thousand years. So I imagine that their poop is pretty I can't stop picturing it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, E Styles, for uh, digging that up. That's uh, added certainly to the conversation. Before we get to a quick email, I would like to remind people that this weekend, as in most weekends, There Will Be Dungeons is airing on Saturday at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. You want to check this out because we are having a blast with our current D&D run. Bo is our uh, DM. If you haven't listened to this yet, you're thinking, man, maybe I should finally check it out. Yes, you should. Bo's the, uh, the DM. I'm in there. John's there. Uh, Kristen and Kyle are, of course, there. And we're making all sorts of sparks fly uh, with some pretty crazy stuff happening lately. So you want to check it out. I'm going to read it as it's written here, though, in this paragraph by John Jagger. So here Which is his does description. does not reflect the actual product in any way. Not at all. This is a complete mislabeling of what There Will Be Dungeons Wait, is. Do you, have, do you have the music for it? Um, do you do the music? What did we do last time? Just 
He did like a upbeat like TV thing. show thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Oprah, Oprah thing. Yeah, let's do that. John, do you want to read it if I do this again? Sure. Okay, let me get the song handy. I'm going to put it in a place where I can actually control it. Okay. All right, John will now uh, <laughs> almost a Dear Martha style do this. So here we go. Here's your music. There Will Be Dungeons is an exciting tabletop adventure presented on Twitch. It stars Mark, Leslie, Dirk, and Joe as they lead dangerous double lives. By day, they are daring executives who answer to only one thing, the bottom line. However, by night, they turn into their beast atars. We've got a ghost, a dragon, a bigger dragon, and a triceratops. Together, they might be the only thing able to stop the evil supergroup Societal Standards and their vile ruler, Russ. Ah, freaking Russ, man. You got to watch out for the vile leader, Russ. He's trouble every time. Fun little fact that makes this a little less completely made up. Russ... (laughs) Is the name of my middle school principal? Really? Uh huh. What was his? What's his full name? Can you good. can you say it, or is it Doxy to say it? I it might be Doxy. I don't want to get you in trouble. He was a good guy. There's right. nothing bad about him. He's not vile at all. So, but I. You guys, you guys call him Russ the Puss. <laughs> no, <laughs> Russ the Puss. Middle school was where I learned an interesting trick that if I ever got in trouble, if I just went and ratted myself out to the principal before word got out, I didn't get in trouble for anything. Yeah, I learned that once. That's that's <laughs> actually a pretty good trick. Uh, hey, Mr. Principal, is selling crack cocaine to the kids over at the junior high across the street. Well, that's fine, Sonny, because you told me. <laughs> They'll go on. Uh, they just go easier. Now. They go <laughs> you easier get to control on you. the narrative, and it worked really well. Until all my friends got detention and I didn't. And then my friends turned upon me. Oh, yeah. Though, so, I'm sure they were pissed. Yeah. There's no, there's fallout for all that. You got to be careful. Uh, all right. Well, that was great. I love that. Let's do this. It's time for an email. This came to us at core at heroesforyou.com. That's core at heroesforyou.com. And it came to us from Sam, who says the following. This is after our episode last week says, hi guys, I was listening to episode 138 about the white main discussion and how she is a more obscure WoW character. After watching her spart, spart, spotlight video, spotlight video, I wonder if the heroes team has started creating kits first and then finding heroes that will fit that particular kit. I've actually thought about this before, so this is interesting. White main is, be, uh, is meant to replicate a disciplined priest from World of Warcraft and other priests in WoW don't, uh, WoW in lore don't really fit the disciplined priest build, i.e. Velen, etc., so perhaps Blizzard is not running out of big characters to use. They just have simply shifted from building kits uh, to meet specific characters to find uh, to finding characters that meet specific kits. I think this might be a good thing since it gives it more creative freedom to make new heroes. Thanks. Love the show, Sam. Uh, interesting. It's kind of like... Um, uh, I used to think that cartoons, for example... And maybe somewhere, maybe this is true of some, but I used to think that they would draw all the cartoons first and then have the people come in and do all the voices for it. Yeah. That's not how it works, turns out. It's the complete (laughs) opposite. They record the audio and then they animate around the audio. So chicken and egg kind of question here, but what do you guys think, Uh, John? Do you think they, is this possible that we're getting, it's kit before it character and is that okay with you? It makes sense. Um, I'm good either way though, honestly. I I think, 
White Mane was a very good eye opener to how excited I am that they can mine more obscure characters. I mean, I know there was a lot of people online. I don't even know who White Mane is, but like, it you know, first of all, it's exciting for someone. You know, there's someone <laughs> out there who's excited about the character, so you know, maybe let people enjoy their thing. Uh, and two, it just kind of made me realize like. Oh my gosh, that's right. There's all these characters that aren't setting the world of Warcraft on fire that are also a part of that universe and uh doing like would be really cool to see moved into this game. Yeah. And so I'm all about it. However they come to it, I'm good with it. Did, I I think obscure or big name characters are great. Did you actually say setting the world of Warcraft on fire? I just want to make sure I that you uh -huh. said that. Okay. No, you know, not not a reference to anything that's happening. Nothing, or... nothing controversial happening around fire these no, days. No, 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 no. Fire, not at all. very neutral element. Very neutral. Doesn't seem to be aggressive. Well, we so... missed a lot of the energy last week. From the, like, she she got announced after we did the show. A week went by, and all the people who had things to be something to say, that's kind of gone. Yeah. But there were a lot of people arguing about whether she was a priest or a paladin. Yeah, that's and true. <laughs> Some people are like, she's clearly a priest, but her abilities were renamed. Right. Um, you know, paladin style things. And other people were, you know, like this was like threads and threads and Twitter conversations. No, she's a paladin in the ruined paladins. It's like, no, she's a priest, but give her abilities that have priest names. Yeah. And like just, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know that I agree with all this, but at the same time, I mean, it's clearly very priesty yeah very whether priesty. it has paladin names or not or whether you think it's a paladin i'm like the laser of healing and the zeal dot like it's priest all day she's not a nice priest but she's a priest yeah like yeah yeah she's so. not a she's not a nice she's not if you don't like nice their one. iteration like there i think there are people who would legitimately say valera got the wow rogue treatment on the kit and i was looking forward to my priest treatment on a priest kit oh yeah and they're disappointed by white mane i would say yeah you should be disappointed because that's not the treatment it got but the heroes team is also not trying to translate one-to-one -one all the classes so your expectation is off <laughs> right. you shouldn't also expect three more specs um, yeah that's or whatever but you two, just should you know like a lot of the stuff's inspired by like varian's got the three different specs of warrior on his thing but it's nothing like playing a wow warrior no neither is yeah neither is uh neither is garage he's not the perfect yeah. archetype either he's I mean, got some things he's got stuff valir is the only one that feels like very one-to-one -one, but i defer to john because he's a rogue main in world of warcraft and he would know best but it feels a lot like playing a rogue they like, did a really good job of being like hey what yeah. if you played a rogue in this yeah but it's, it's just her there's no other hero like chen plays a bit like brewmaster but not really like it's very different yeah even if the abilities are the same and you know who it's... doesn't play like a hero uh, play like a hunter is rexar he doesn't really play like a hunter at all <laughs> he does no damage that's not a hunter no plus hell? he's lord of all hunters in world of warcraft yet he doesn't feel like a hunter and i'm okay with it like i like the when's the last time he played a shaman in world of warcraft and did he ever feel like uh thrall does no i didn't play like that 
<laughs> Thrall's totally different. Well, what about enhancement? I thought enhancement were really like well, they're electricy and they all hit, that. They hit things with a hammer a lot, don't they? They do, yeah, they but it. it still doesn't feel like. I mean, it's still. Yeah, it's, I get what you're saying. It doesn't feel like you're playing the full rotation. Yeah, like, it's to me. It's Lyra like, has the buttons yes, essentially. Yes, like Varian. Yeah. <clears throat> is used as an example is a good one because Varian is awesome and feels great and all those things, but he doesn't. He's not a perfect replication of a human warrior it's kind of like saying shit wizard cadgar is exactly like a wizard he's nothing like or excuse me like a mage mages yeah. are all so i mean if mages had the abilities cadgar did or even freaking jaina for that matter we'd all be everybody would be like playing a mage i mean and even valera who's so close to what she is and wow it's still a facsimile right you know it's still three combo points that you're working with it's still you're not sitting there hammering a rotation over and over and over again you're still using moves in a very Heroes of the Storm way. It just happens to feel very similar to what you're doing as a rogue. So there's always going to be a little bit of a, hey, we're translating, especially when you then throw lore characters on top of it. Because right. our lore characters aren't exact approximations of what we are in the game anyway. That's why they're lore characters. The one exception is probably, will always be, Overwatch will, will, will be very, I mean, I don't know what they'll do in the future. But all we've seen so far is like, yep, these are very clearly from Overwatch. Yeah, that's yeah. the exam. That's yeah. the exception, and they may change. That make that could change down the road. I mean, there are some weird things that some of those characters do that they're absolutely weird compared to what their their Overwatch the counterparts sec the do. Second ultimate. I mean, Diva has two new ultimates. Right. right. Yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah. And second ultimate across the board is different for everybody, and they all do different things. Like it's that you can expect more one to one over there, but even them. Even and mm. even they are, are more diverse than you think sometimes. So yeah, it's I, fine. I people, true. people. If you're looking for like an exact translation of the character you play in WoW, I think you're barking up a tree. You shouldn't do that. Uh, uh, I mean, if you just want to say you don't like Sally White Mane because you don't have a good reason, you just don't like her, then I understand you because I kind of hate this character. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, I my my reactions tamed down a bit, but. I've been excited for a lot of the heroes that have released. Yeah. This is like tepid. This is like whatever. I, it's whatever's <laughs> for me. Like, I'm just like, okay, it's another healer in here. It's, it's some boss that was like annoying. There's nothing, just personal taste. It's not rational. It's not founded in any science. I'm probably 100% wrong. I want to be humble about it, but I don't care for this character at all. <laughs> and, and that's just my personal I think that's taste, totally so. fine. I'm not that yeah. excited about her. I think she's. You know, I'm excited about what she brings to the I'm, game, but I'm not really jumping up and down. But I've felt this time this way about other characters that I don't really have a connection to, and and that's okay too. Hell, I didn't have really a connection to Stukov, and he turned my world around. So maybe yeah. she'll do the same thing. But as it stands, as a like a just purely as, as an a, announcement, yeah, as a, exactly. Hey, guess who's coming to your game? It's it's your neighbor, Bill. It's your like, neighbor, okay. Bill. How'd you get Bill? He's so busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what a, like to me that's uh, sally's excitement level is like okay maybe i will like her someday but she needs a better name boring. sally's a terrible first name for any character i'm supposed to be like interested like if, if, if i've I, killed her a billion times and sometimes you know like oh you've killed this raid boss a lot you have a lot of fond memories uh not with her it was always annoying <laughs> i just think she needs <laughs> and that's just me i just like oh, this, this, this dungeon again. I hate this place full of humans. Ugh. It's like, who are you? I am the I am your worst crimson scarlet enemy priest lady. What's your name, though? 
Sally. Oh, shit. That's a stupid name. I mean, uh, no, no offense to any Sally's out there, but it doesn't really inspire a bunch of fear or epicness. It's a dumb name. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> fix that. That yeah. part they could fix. They could have called her anything else. Her name didn't need to be Sally Whitemane. That doesn't sound like the lady, the sexy lady Pope to me, does it? <laughs> it doesn't at all. Sally Whitemane. That's your neighbor. It's that's who you but you borrow eggs and sugar from, Sally Whitemane. Right, right. Yeah, but no, it no, turns I, out I, she's part of a cult, Scott. <laughs> but it's not a cool cult. Again, I'm not big on religious zealots. I realize they're in the game, but now you're asking me to play a good guy from a religious zealot, and I'm like, ah. I mean, I'm sure, look, the heroes team are very talented. They will make a fun hero. This hero will be fun to play. Yeah. The art and feel, they've killed it. It's good. It's not that. It's just the character you chose sucks. Like it's it's I'm like I'm gonna play the Pope's angry lady inquisitor. Like great. Like that's so fun. Well, you know, on paper it's not. And I saw the trailer and I saw the excitement. I'm just like, I'm just not excited for sassy, sexy crusader inquisitor lady. I, I just not. Yeah. And it's only subjective. It's not. If, like John said, there are people who like that kind of thing and they can be happy about it. That's great. You Not like me. you and like that's it. just me being honest. Right, I'm like, right. I don't. Yeah. You, you, you like, had a woman of the light with the last year release. That's Yadel, and she's amazing. Yeah, she is a woman I of the light. I really like watching Bo try to find a rational reason why. There's no rational reason. I just hate her. Like Sally White name. He's like, I don't know. Maybe the last hero was a light hero too. I don't know. It's just something. There's I something like it because Yadel was so amazing. I loved her release, and I love her, and she's amazing. And then it's like. Right on the heels of the awesome light character, we've got you know. Yeah, but there were people with Join my crusade. There were people with Urel who sat there and were like, "Why'd you pick Urel? Why wasn't it Marad? Why? Why'd you? Why wasn't I a meme? Why wasn't my meme as funny as Leroy Jenkins? Don't you all remember how funny I was? You know, it's like, come on, no, no. I mean, but that's that's my point, Bo. Is there's always someone who's like, "Why wasn't it this?" Every time a hero comes out. When it was Urel, I'm not it saying was, they shouldn't have Murad? done it. I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying I don't like it. it that's it. Let's stop. Full, full stop. I, I gotcha. Don't like I gotcha. I totally. I don't. It. I'm not trying to. I don't. I know I'm trying to, but really, it's just subjective, and I don't have to have rational reasons for it. No, you I can just, just not like it on the surface. You can just hate it. It's, it's totally, good. And it's that's totally what I'm fine. saying is I just don't like her. I and love those your are the reasons I think. Join the crusade. I hate undead people. Plus, my favorite thing is the amount of times Bo has had to do the, I hate this hero, it's so bad, it's so awful, and then three months after the character releases, he comes on and talks about it like he just saw an, a unicorn. He's like, guys, did you know Sally Whitemane is in this game? It's like, no, Bo, what, what is, she's yeah. the best hero in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, and all, all, his, all, about all his avatars change. I'm going to be a white main in three months. Yeah, you'll yes, be a white main. Exactly. No, you'll be a white main main. That's what you'll do. Yeah. But no, you're black, but now I mean white. We'll log into Slack and his, his uh, avatar will be Sally Whitemane and he'll, he'll have quotes on his Twitter. His Twitter bio will just say, Join the crusade. I hate undead people or whatever. Every time someone says something funny, he'll just write back instead of LOL. He'll just go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hate that. Yeah. But as it stands, announcement style, not a fan. All right. 
No, there you we'll go. See, we'll see if her stock rises. I really hope Bo gets on. super into White Mane. I do too. I just the, want him to RP that so bad. The good thing that you'll you'll know is that I'm honest about these things. If I turn around, I'm not going to hide it. You'll no, know. you'll tell us. Yeah, you you always cop to it. It's fine. I think it's great. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see her next week. We'll see uh, these PTR changes next week. Next week's a big release, I think, uh, in terms of just the overall game. And, of course, those cool skins and mounts and all that business will be out as well. Uh, I think that's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for watching and listening. We are going to play games after this, so stick around. You want to see a little uh, team play between uh, us and all of us playing other people? That'd be great. Kristen and Kyle will be joining us, as far as I know. We are playing with them tonight, right? Right? Right. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, so that's coming up soon. Heroesforyou.com is our website. You can support this show very simply and easily by going to patreon.com slash core show. You've got like a buck in your wallet, and you're like, man, I don't know where to put this. I don't know where to put this dollar. I got a great place for you to put it. Patreon.com slash core show. Uh, you can join us in the game all the time by just joining the Frog Pants group. They're a chatty bunch, always making games happen. So go check that out. Just slash join Frog Pants. That's right there from the chat menu in the video game that you're all playing called Heroes of the Storm. You can email us, uh, core, I said whore at heroesforyou.com. I meant core at heroesforyou.com. Core at heroes for you. That's a bad idea. Core at heroesforyou.com. Core heroes for a uh, tw uh, Twitter account. You can find John, John underscore Jagger. Bo Schwartz is at Bo Schwartz. And you can find me at Scott Johnson. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next week. <laughs>